This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 558. Hello and welcome to the show. It's really great to have your company once again. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Apple is rumoured to be working on a 30-inch iMac. Peloton has launched new gaming-inspired fitness content, and Meta rolls out new parental supervision tools for Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the new device that turns any laptop into a dual monitor setup. Samsung has released its smart bespoke AI laundry appliances, and LG has unveiled its entry-level laptop aimed at students and young professionals. And we'll answer all of your tech questions, of course, in the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear. They're the company that keeps you connected, and also Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, the big rumour doing the rounds about Apple happened to be about a massive 30-inch iMac that is reportedly in development. It'll be the largest all-in-one computer that Apple's ever created. The iMac range, which I was a big fan of, by the way, they previously had a 27-inch model and a 21.5-inch model. What Apple did... In 2022, they discontinued the Intel-based 27-inch iMac and really didn't replace it with anything. But what they did is they they re-released the iMac, the smaller iMac, as now a 24-inch display, so right in between a 21.5 and a 27, so it's like a bit of a middle ground there. And that was the first iMac powered by the M1 chip. So the iMac was designed to be this the, the consumer all-in-one computer and Apple released it in a whole bunch of colors to make it appealing so it can be used in all kinds of rooms in in a in a in your kitchen in your in your study in your bedroom wherever you had happened to have it they wanted this thing to be out on display they didn't want people just having a boring beige box in their in their living room so that's why they moved down that path the latest rumors are coming from Bloomberg's Mark Gurman. He's been in the past a reliable source of Apple rumors. He's uh, He's got some good contacts. I don't know how he does this, but his claim is that the company is in the early stages of development for a 30-inch iMac. And they're saying that it will not be, it'll be next year at the very earliest. So we're talking perhaps even a couple of years away and it will probably be running the newest Mac Silicon at that time, which will be the M3 chip. So you've got to remember too, when when Apple decided to pull the pin on the 27-inch iMac, there was also rumors around at that time that they were going to release a 32-inch iMac, so a larger iMac. They did have a iMac Pro, and it was it was okay, but that was sort of more aimed at your higher end, was much more expensive. There was no real filler, filler for or replacement for the 27-inch iMac, which 
which was I, I, that was my go-to device. I had that as my desktop computer at home, and there was no replacement. The only option, so around the time that the 27-inch iMac was discontinued is also when Apple introduced the Mac Studio, and that was with the uh, the M1 Max and M1 Ultra chips, and but that was that was a standalone computer, like a headless Mac. It didn't have a a, a a monitor built into it, so you had to you had to buy a separate display, which Apple happened to introduce at the time as well, the Studio display, which was a twenty seven inch display. Pro- thing is though, the display on its own, just the display, was priced from two thousand four hundred and ninety nine bucks. So. Normally, that's about the price you pay for an all-in-one computer. Apple had decided to release the Mac Studio, which is north of three thousand dollars, and the monitor that could run with it, which was two and a half thousand dollars. So suddenly, if you wanted a twenty-seven-inch Mac, then you had to buy the Studio display, or and and the Mac Studio. They did also release though, around the same time a Mac Mini which again, no BYO monitor, and it started at 999 bucks. And that, that's that's the, probably the cheapest Mac you could buy, but doesn't really, it, it, it still forces the customer into having to come up with a monitor as well. The beauty of the iMac was that it was an all-in-one. It did everything. It was just, it was the computer, it was the display, included a keyboard and a mouse, and everyone was happy. So I think the the rumblings of a new iMac I think is will be welcome. There's, there are so many people from readers and listeners who've contacted me saying, and they've they've heard of this rumor, they've cottoned onto this rumor, hoping that it does come true. And I I would be right into that computer. I would absolutely be interested in purchasing a thirty inch iMac. The other speculation, of course, would be, well, how much will it cost? At the moment, the 24-inch iMac is starts at 1999 bucks. So, and the Mac Studio, as I said, is $3,299. Uh, throw in a 27, 27-inch Mac, uh, Studio display, and you're looking at nearly $6,000 for that setup. So, I'd imagine a 30-inch would probably sit nicely at around maybe... Two triple nine of the thirty inch iMac, two triple nine from two triple nine, so you can maybe spec it up and maybe pay up to three triple nine if you really wanted to have uh, all the bells and whistles, more memory, more storage, all of those things. But it would it would fill that space because at the moment you've got the Mac Mini, which is pretty cheap, nine ninety nine. Then you've got the iMac, which is one thousand nine hundred ninety nine, and then you've got nothing else till the Mac Studio. There's like a 2000 almost a $2,000 gap there, or at least a $1,300, at least $1,300 gap there. So I reckon there would be space in the lineup for a customer to really, uh, for a customer to, for the 30-inch iMac to appeal to that customer and really fill up, fill what I feel is a hole in their lineup. They should have a 30-inch iMac. Because I really I did miss the 27 inch at the moment I'm using a Mac Studio with with two monitors but would have would have uh, previously I used to have a 27 inch iMac with a with an Apple monitor which is now discontinued so I had two 27 inch screens to look at so imagine having a 30 inch iMac and you could add a separate display if you wanted to but 
you can just imagine too the quality of that 30 inch screen it would no doubt be like a a 5k resolution 5k retina which is what the 27 inch iMac used to be when when it was around but the 24-inch iMac seems to be pretty popular. It is, uh, again, I mean, as I mentioned, pretty colorful choices you got there. There's There are seven colors to choose from. There's green and red and blue and purple and gray. So it, it is pretty colorful and really thin too. That 24-inch iMac, I reviewed it a couple of years ago when it came out. The 24-inch iMac is just 11.5 millimeters thick. And, and you know what? It's so thin that Apple couldn't put a headphone jack on the back of the computer because the headphone jack itself was longer than 11.5 millimeters. They had to put the headphone jack in the side of the computer. That's how thin it was. Very impressive stuff. I'd be even further impressed if we saw a 30-inch version of the iMac. So uh, I'm hoping and uh, hoping that Apple uh, get the message here and uh, are actually working on the 30-inch iMac. I think there'll be a huge amount of interest in that product in the near future. If you want to read more about the 30-inch iMac or the rumours of a 30-inch iMac, you can check that out, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated, Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. Now, I'm sure you've all heard of Peloton. Peloton is the the fitness brand that's really done well in Australia. It's been in Australia for about two and a half years now. They launched uh, with the cycle, so that's a, a, a stationary bike. And earlier this year, they added to that lineup with the Peloton Tread, which I reviewed. You can read that review on Tech Guide. But what makes the Peloton product so appealing is not just the hardware itself, but also the content that you can enjoy and use with that hardware. And by that, I mean their fitness instructions, their fitness content that it has always been interactive and inclusive and really creates a sense of community for all of those people who happen to be owners of the Peloton hardware. The latest fitness content is called Lane Break Tread. Now, it's designed for the treadmill, and it was, uh, in fact, inspired by gaming. So it's a, it's a gamified your workout where the objective is to match and sustain speed and incline to keep up with all these animated cues on the screen, which are called moments. So these visual cues come along and you have to adjust the incline on the tread and your speed to stay in the lanes that contain the moments. And while adjusting the speed to, to complete that requirement of each moment, then that, what that does is increase your points. So this is another way to engage the user into to training in this way and not only to tr keep you inspired but also to, to try to entice you to improve your high score. So gamifying the whole thing, it's not just a matter of you, okay, I'm going I'm to last to the end of this workout. It's not only lasting to the end of the workout. You want to score, you want to get a high score. And so that's that's appealing in itself and just one of the many ways that you can interact with your Peloton hardware. So this is this is available now. In fact, if you have the lane brake tread or if you have the tread already from Peloton, if you go down there and the tread, by the way, as well as the bicycle, have these large displays. The tread has a 27-inch display that allows you to view live classes on demand classes, it allows you to choose 
workouts by length, by what 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 type, whether it's a walk, a run, or a, a power walk. All these various these variables allow you to maybe have you have content that makes you feel like you're running in the the Scottish Highlands or in through through a certain city around the world. It is it does give you that that sort of wide range of choices for the type of content that you can enjoy and 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 if the, the object is for you to have fun while you're training at the same time so it keeps you entertained while you're training that's why the the peloton platform is so popular because their range of instructors are quite colorful they're really they're really funny and they're engaging and uh, they're playing great music so it's a it gives you the motivation to get back there and enjoy more from from those particular instructors so lane break tread is just another choice then for users for for peloton customers to be able to choose a different type of workout, which will be more like a game rather than a workout. So you're not only getting fit and you're working out, sweating it out, but you're also trying to get that high score as well. Lane break tread. If you have a tread already, you'll find lane break tread in the more runs tab at the bottom of the screen. Uh, we have reviewed the tread on Tech Guide. It's it's worth more than four thousand dollars, so it's quite an investment. I think that's another reason why I reckon Peloton users are so engaged in the platform is that they've they've spent a bit of money on it, and it's the sort of money where which inspires them to not not let it go to waste. They, they want to be able to use it every single day. If you're going to spend four thousand dollars on a treadmill, you'd want to be using it every single day, and your family using it every day too, because your account. You can, you can have several profiles, so more than one person in your family can can fire up their profile on the platform and and do a workout as well. So it's a it's a family workout product as well. And lane break tread is just one of the latest forms of content to get you on that tread, get you sweating it out, but having fun at the same time. If you want to read more about Peloton Tread and Peloton in general, yeah, there's a link to my review of the Tread also in that story. You can check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, how many of you listening to this show right now have teenage kids that are on Facebook on Instagram and Messenger. I'd say there'd be a few. And the challenge for parents when their children, especially when they first start out on these platforms, is to set the rules to to show them that there is a certain way you need to act on these platforms and how you need to be treated on these platforms. So there are, I think a parent really needs to take responsibility and supervise their child, not control their child. Like parental controls suggest that the parent is sort of overbearing and saying, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. Whereas supervision is what's what's required here. I think you, you can you can uh, you can help them with rather than sort of having the full control, you sort of need to have the conversation and let them let them do their thing on these platforms. And your supervision could then point out that maybe, okay, you can do this a little bit better and maybe you shouldn't do that. So it is a learning curve. What Meta's done, they've rolled out these new parental supervision tools for their products. So Meta is the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. So it builds on the existing parental supervision tools 
and is designed so that the parents can keep an eye on their children, on their teenage kids on the platforms. It also allows them to see how much time they're spending on those particular apps as well. Uh, and also who they're communicating with without without breaching their privacy. We'll talk about Messenger and those other tools in a minute. But first, the first tool is being able to view the length of time their teen spends on both Instagram and Messenger. Uh, if they've spent more than 20 minutes on either of those, on Facebook and Instagram, a notification will pop up suggesting they take a break. The notification says, time for a break if you want. You can use daily reminders to balance how much time you spend online. So again, 20 minutes is, seems to be the sweet spot where they decide, you know what, 20 minutes on here is long enough for right now. Come back later. So that is, that, that's, that's one of these supervision tools. A new feature that Instagram is exploring is being able to detect if teens are scrolling reels. So reels are there. That's the Instagram's version of TikTok, these little short video, these videos. And it, it's not hard to be caught up and be spending hours at a time watching reels. So with this new feature, your Instagram will obviously know how old your child is. So if they're 13 to 19, they will then detect if they are scrolling at night when they should be sleeping and a recommendation will come up to close the app. So they might say, look, it's time time for you to stop and go to sleep or whatever, and then it'll, it'll shut down the app. The other Instagram feature is quiet mode, and that's exactly as it sounds. You set a time where you want to step away from Instagram. If you, if you say, right, you, you activate quiet mode, you won't receive any notifications and that pro and your profile's activity status will say that you are in a quiet mode. And if you do receive even a direct message, it'll be like an out of office reply. It'll say, oh, uh, you can you can write your own auto reply to say, look, I'm in quiet mode or whatever you want to say. But that that this is a good feature because when your child is at not using the app, it's a notification that drags them back into it. And when they're dragged back into it, it could be half an hour later before they're doing anything else, whether it's their homework or their chores or whatever they need to do. It's the notification that hooks them back in there. So quiet mode will stop those notifications and give them a break. Myself, how I handle all my social media, I have all my notifications turned off. I won't see any notifications in Facebook or Instagram unless I go into those particular apps. So there's nothing that's pulling me into those apps. I choose when I want to, to look at Facebook and Instagram. Messenger is a different story because a lot of people, it's like email to me or a message. Uh, I, I do leave that on, so I, I do get that message. But in terms of in, for Facebook and Instagram, all those settings, the notification settings for me are off all the time. I, I don't want to all these notifications popping up I'll determine when I want to dive back into Facebook and Instagram. That could be even a recommendation for your kids. Maybe tell them, turn notifications off and just go in there and see what's what. Just be surprised when you go in there rather than having all these constant notifications scrolling through on your phone. Let's chat now about Messenger. Messenger's all about, and they're very popular with teenagers. There's even a, there's even a, a child safe version of, of Messenger They've done a lot of work on this one. And because it's mainly a communication tool, 
there are new features that allow them to, for the these supervision tools, allow parents to see how they're using Messenger, including how much time they're spending on on the app and who they've added to their contact list. So these tools, and by the way, the, the, the parent cannot read, right, cannot read their child's messages. So their privacy is respected, but they can see if they've added new people to their contact list, uh, how long they've been using the app. There are also other features that prevent old people trying to contact teenagers on the platform. Uh, unless if, if you're not their friend, that won't allow that as well. They're, they're, they're testing a new a new feature that will allow you to ask for permission to send a message if you don't already follow that person. So there are ways for the so so some some stranger doesn't uh, contact your child. I'm sure parents listening now, if you've got a teenage child, you don't want some 48 year old bloke trying to contact your teenage daughter or teenage son. You'll want some super. You you want some knowledge of that situation. So I think, yeah, the 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 tools there are really handy for parents. I think it's for the child's safety and their well being as well. So I think great move all across the board here from Meta. They're really taking some responsibility and allowing uh, the parents to not control but supervise their child on Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger. If you want to read more about Meta and these new tools, there's some images there too you can look at and read a bit more about all those features. Check it out at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6E is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Wi-Fi 6E, the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. Our first review is a beauty. This is a product that can turn your laptop into a dual monitor setup. So you think about your laptop. There's one screen on your laptop. So this is a product. It's called the Dew Max. Dew spelled D-U-E-X. I'm assuming the X is silent. Dew Max. And basically, it, it works with Mac compute, Mac laptops and Windows laptops. And it's designed to attach to the lid of your laptop so that you can then slide out this extra screen either to the left or to the right of your laptop screen and enjoy even more screen real estate. So if you are working or you're on the move, you need more screen real estate, or maybe you've set up a, uh, you work from home and you want to be a bit more productive, a bit more screen real estate, rather than having to buy a separate monitor or a second computer or a desktop computer, you can actually add the Dew Max to your laptop setup 
to increase that screen space so you can run multiple applications at once. You might have uh, put your emails on one screen and the application you're working on on the other screen. It does really open things up for you. Now, the Gmax is made by a company called Mobile Pixels. And as I said, it attaches to the lid of your laptop. Now, what comes with it is a little template. So in, in our case, for our review, we attach the Max to our 14-inch MacBook Pro. Now, in the box comes this template. So it's this bit of cardboard with four circles cut out of it. And what, you design, what, what you're supposed to do with that is to position it on the lid of your laptop, and that will tell you where you need to put the magnets. Now, there are four circular magnets that you, you peel off the sticky side and, and, and place it on the lid uh, according to this, this template. And so when you're done, there's four square magnets in a in – a, there's four circular magnets that form a square on the lid of your laptop. And then the Dumax is then attaches really strongly with the, with the magnets to the back of the lid. So now what that 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 mechanism allows you then to slide the the screen outward and then once it's it's out you can actually then angle it towards you. So if you want to pull it out and there's a hinge that allows you to then position it comfortably for you to view. It's really easy to set up took took a matter of minutes. What you also need to do is to download some software, it's like a driver for the screen and and again for the Mac and for Windows laptops, there is a Mac version and the Windows version. And it was simple, a small bit of software that uh, is installed into your, into your system so that once you attach the the Max with a USB cable, you can then see it come to life. It's your second screen and the mouse goes across to the other screen. You can drag, drag documents and images, whatever you want to have on the other screen. Uh, the screen quality, by the way, is full high definition with 30 nits of max maximum brightness. So it's it's decent quality, uh, and it does uh, in in our case the the Dumax is has a, offers a 14.1 inch screen, and that matched almost perfectly to our 14 inch MacBook Pro screen. The difference being and. The, the MacBook Pro, of course, is the has a retina display with, with much higher resolution than HD. Uh, and in terms of color accuracy and clarity, obviously the Dew Max didn't match the MacBook's screen. That might be a deal breaker if you're a, you might be a mobile professional video editor or photo editor. So having that color accuracy is really important for, for those people. If, if you just want some more space on your desktop, then this is it's still ideal. Uh, but if you are that user who has to have the absolute color accuracy when editing and doing your photos and various things like that, you would probably opt for a physical monitor that sits on your desktop so that it matches it matches the the color accuracy. Or you might even be working on a desktop computer because if you're working that on important stuff like that you probably got a bit bigger setup than just a laptop to do it. But again, for, for all, everyone else who mobile professionals, mobile users, uh, if you you got a home office, this is perfect. If, if the color accuracy isn't, isn't critical to what you need to do to your workflow, then having the extra screen real estate 
really does move things along. It helps you do more, to be more productive, helps all of those things and just gives you more room to move. I love it when I've got an, an app open on one screen, like it might be emails and you've got what you're working on on the other screen. That's how I've got my desktop, desktop set up. I've got my emails, my calendar on one screen. I've got my browsers and everything else that I'm working on on the other screen. So I can see everything at a glance, but have what I need to look at most of all is my work, my workspace. Uh, but I do have all those other things in my eye line if I do need to look at them. So that's exactly how you can set up a laptop if you're using the Dew Max. The device is, uh, it works really well. Uh, it connects with a USB cable. Uh, what comes in the box is a USB-C to USB cable. Now, the cable actually has a, at the end of it an adapter. So it can be a USB 3.0 cable connection, or if you detach that, there's a USB-C connection underneath as well. So it can use, depending on what your laptop has, your laptop might only have USB 3, or you might only have one spare one on whatever side of the computer it happens to be. It does make it so that it can connect with any laptop. So that's pretty handy. The device itself weighs about 600 grams. And you'll see the photos on Tech Guide. When it's connected, it does double the thickness of the laptop. So you can detach it. So if you're not using it, you just, you just detach the Dumax and all you're left with are the four magnets on your lid. Uh, and if you do need then to have the second monitor, you can just put attach it magnetically to your laptop and away you go. you got that extra space when you need it. If you want to leave it on, I was able to still fit the MacBook Pro 14-inch with the Dumax still attached magnetically. It's still fitted into my backpack, into the computer compartment, the laptop compartment on my backpack. So it wasn't too big a burden. It did increase the bulk of the computer, but we were getting a second screen to begin with. So I think this is, uh, I think, really interesting if you're, uh, if you do want that extra space when you're moving around, it's 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 an ultimate portable solution. There are other solutions, of course. You know, we've got espresso displays are excellent. They've got a 15 inch and a 13 inch really thin and light display that needs its own stand to for you to set it up. This one is actually attached to your computer. You can slide it out in like, and in two seconds, the, the the screen is up and running and ready to go. Whereas an external display means you got to set up the stand, you got to attach the the monitor connected to the computer, and that could that could take doesn't take long, but it's it, it perhaps could take a bit longer than what it would with a Dumax. It's available also in two colors. The color we had for our review was the gray color, which almost perfectly or was close enough matched the our MacBook Pro color. The other color is available in Australia is navy blue. That that's your solution, your option. Uh, it's priced at five hundred and ninety nine dollars. So that's the Dumax fourteen point one inch. It's available from JB Hi-Fi. Officeworks, Harvey Norman, Amazon, M-Wave, and Rosman Computers. Links to all of those places are on Tech Guide. As we mentioned, available in grey and navy. We really like this. The Dumax, definitely worth it if you want more screen real estate without having to sort of bog yourself down with carrying around too many extra things. Or if you want to just simply expand your space at home without having to go to the trouble of purchasing a, big, a different computer and another monitor, this could easily take the place when you need it. It's there when you need it. The Dumax 
599 bucks available. You can see where it's available on our store. If you want to check out our review, it's at techguide.com.au. Samsung has just unveiled its range of smart, bespoke AI laundry appliances. Now, we spoke a few weeks back about uh, LG's House of Colour, which included their their tower, their wash tower, which is the dryer and the washing machine, and their air dresser as well. Well, Samsung have come to the party with exactly those products, a washer and dryer and a new mirror finish air dresser. Now, these are all designed, of course, to be connected through the Smart Things platform. So it could just be yet another product on your list of smart devices in your home. Uh, and laundry seems to be the sort of the working room of the house. It's it's more getting your recycling, your washing done and your drying done and the air dressers there to uh, freshen up your clothes if you want to. And it's all connected. So you, you know when cycles are finished, you can download new new wash cycles of various things and really get get the job done in in a in a shorter amount of time too that's one thing getting time back in your day making things uh take uh making things faster is kind of the objective of these these products as well the bespoke the bespoke ai washer and dryer they've got built-in intelligence including uh two features called smart things energy and smart things clothing care and what these do they learn your usage patterns and offer personalized automation based on your lifestyle, your routines, and your preferences. So it sees how you're doing, how often you do a load, how often you dry your clothes, and offers suggestions on how you can do it a little bit better. The front load washer has a, has a feature called bubble wash. What this does, it transforms detergent into bubbles that absorb faster into your laundry at cooler temperatures. So what that does, it achieves a couple of things, makes your cycle, the, the wash cycle faster, but also saves you energy because you're using cooler temperatures. In fact, the bespoke AI washer has a five-star energy rating across all its capacities. It's available in 9 kilos, 12 kilos, and 18 kilo load sizes as well. And it also uses less water. So uh, big ticks all around there. What, what the machine can do, it's remarkable what it can do. It can detect the weight and the softness of the fabric in each of your loads while monitoring the soil level of your laundry as well and then apply the right amount of water, the right amount of detergent, find the right soaking, rinsing, and spinning times. At the end of the day, you're getting it as fast as possible and in the highest quality, which is what you want. Now, the AI dryer also uses intelligent energy-saving options, and it's got an onboard heat pump so that it gives you a more – it's more energy-efficient and cost-effective, so it provides the, the cheapest and fastest way to dry your clothes. The dryer has a 9-star energy rating across its 9-kilo, 10-kilogram, and 12-kilogram models as well. The AI dry technology is always monitoring temperature and humidity and at the same time tweaking the settings to make sure that the load is dry, optimally dried without wasting energy. That's all this AI that's working. Now let's move on to the bespoke air dresser. This basically looks like a wardrobe. 
And what you do is you pop your clothes in. So between washes, you, you've maybe worn something once or perhaps twice. What you do, pop it back in the air dresser and it uses steam and vibration to make sure your clothes are fresh, freshened up. So it uses air and steam, removes up to 99.9% .9 of bacteria and dust mites from the fabric. It can fit up to five pairs of pants or five jackets and now includes a new area that can freshen long dresses and more clothes at the same time. The cycle takes uh, as little as 20 minutes and there are 24 different cycles that have been optimized for various types of fabrics as well. There's, it's Wi-Fi on board, as does the smart washer and dryer. So it does also bring it into the SmartThings platform along with all the other Samsung appliances as well. And now the air dresser now has a crystal mirror finish design. So the front door is a full length mirror as well. Now, how much are they? The smart washer starts at $1,599. The smart dryer that starts from $1,899. The smart washer is $2,299, and that's the for the 18 kilogram uh, version. So obviously, the smaller loads, smaller sizes are cheaper. The Grand uh, AI Smart Dryer with the heat pump, the 10 kilogram one, that's $2,499. The air dresser with the mirror finish and sanitization and wrinkle reduction, that's $2,999. So you're getting all the smarts and all those features for your laundry room, which is a very functional room in the house. And the more time you can save and more effort you save, I think that's a good thing. You're going to pay for it, of course, because these are pretty smart and also pretty new and top of the line. But... I think if you get some time back at the end of the day, not many to, not many people are going to complain about that. If you want to take a closer look at Samsung's bespoke laundry appliances, check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, we know LG for their TVs and appliances, but they also have a pretty compelling range of, of laptops, of, of laptop computers. And we have spoken on the show about the LG Gram. That's kind of their, their top-of-the-line, stylish, powerful laptop. But they've just released their new Ultra PC laptop range, which is aimed at students and young professionals. They start at $1,499. They all have a 16-inch display with the, the the 16 by 10 aspect ratio so it's more it's 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 not as narrow it's it's a bit wider and allows you to see more at once so like if you're looking at a website it's, I, I, some of some of the aspect ratios on some laptops it's like looking through a letter letterbox slot to try to see you don't see much of the site but with this uh, configuration the 16 by 10 that gives you that aspect ratio gives you more to look at so less scrolling if you're looking at a website or a document you know what I mean? So that's uh, that is uh, I do love that shape, the sixteen by ten aspect ratio. The screen is a full HD, so nineteen nine inch. That's actually greater than HD. It's nineteen twenty by twelve hundred resolution. Uh, it is the one UX WUXGA IPS in plane switching display. It also has an anti glare layer. So if you're in a bright office environment or out in the sunshine you can still clearly see the screen. Now, on the connectivity side, each Ultra PC has a USB-C 
a full-size HDMI, a USB-A, and a micro SD card slot. I think this is more a piece of LG's version of the MacBook Air. So it's a light uh, yet functional, plenty of connectivity, has the memory card slot, a USB-C, has HDMI. So it does actually fit a fair bit in. Uh, it it is uh, it is actually slightly lighter than the 15 inch MacBook Air, uh, but it uh, it's it's not quite as thin as the MacBook Air, but not far off it. It's actually pretty pretty slim line. This computer has a nice size trackpad, full keyboard, nice big screen, a 16 inch screen, has a 72 watt hour battery, and that's uh, good enough to give you all day battery performance. Uh, as well as running Windows 11 Home. It also is powered by the AMD Ryzen processor. So it's not Intel, it's AMD Ryzen 7000 series, as well as the AMD Radeon graphics card. So you're getting nice, smooth, high-definition video and really good video viewing and streaming. So if you're a video editor or you like photo editing, this can do that without breaking a sweat. There's a, a decent amount of solid-state drive as well as RAM, memory they call that, uh, on each of these computers. So I think pretty pretty attractive set of features. Also not too bad looking. Plenty of connectivity, really good battery life, really ticks the boxes if you're after a PC. Nice, lightweight, fast, gets the job done. Starting at 1499 bucks. If you want to read more, check it out, techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's a new year and our digital generation continues to see a rise in cybercrime and data breaches. Don't leave your devices without protection or your personal information open to exposure. It's time to have a plan to keep your devices and personal information protected. Save your time and money should the unthinkable happen and your devices are at risk to cyber threats like malware, ransomware, or viruses, or your personal information being exposed to cyber criminals looking to trade your details on the dark web. Introducing Norton 360 Platinum with device security, a VPN for online privacy, parental controls and identity protection with dedicated restoration support and dark web monitoring. You have a comprehensive plan in place to help ensure your information stays in private. It's peace of mind for your devices and your identity. With Norton 360 Platinum, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll have access to their dedicated identity restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft claim and help you resolve it. Norton 360 Platinum is available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, or online at au.norton.com. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk, as it is every week, is brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. Belkin.com forward slash AU. If you're after accessories, if you're after a cable, a MagSafe products, a charging stand, earphones, they've got a wide range of products that go with your existing products. So they can, they've got power banks to power up your phones, earphones to connect to your smartphones. All of these products are available. Belkin.com forward slash AU. I've had a lot of questions about one question in particular, a woman over the weekend asked me, I want to be able to view emails, but when I delete them, I want them to be deleted on my, not only on my, if I look at them on my phone and delete it, 
I wanted it to be deleted on my computer as well. That depends on the account. And there are two email settings, which is POP email and IMAP email. Now, the difference between them is that POP email, they use different protocols. So POP email is kind of your pretty common uh, if you, you've got an internet service provider, you know, like Telstra and Optus or uh, Aussie Broadband, all these companies, they offer POP email, which means that your account if you delete an email, it's only deleted on that particular device. So it doesn't go back to the server and delete that email. It exists on its own. And not all contact your internet service provider to see if you can whether you can set up your email as a POP account or as an IMAP account. IMAP has a different protocol. IMAP, it, it reports back to a server. So if you delete an email on your phone or on your computer or vice versa, It'll delete it not only on your device, it'll it'll also delete it on the server. And that way, when you log into your computer or your phone again, that email is gone. So that's the main difference. It, it transfers your email from the mail server and and it's it's once it's deleted there, it's deleted everywhere. Whereas your POP account only deletes it on your device. Uh, for you to delete it uh, as on your other products, your other devices, you also need to manually delete that as well. So you can check with your provider, as I mentioned, to see if it's possible to set up your accounts as an IMAP account. So if you want the convenience of one delete once and it deletes everywhere, that is what you can do. If you prefer a POP account where you've got a record of all your emails on every device, it's, it's different. So if you want to say you want to delete that email on your phone, but want to keep a copy of it on your computer, then it's best to have that account as a POP account so that you've got a copy when you want it. And if you want to maybe streamline things on your phone and not have to look at it there, you're able to do that. So you can distinguish it between the POP emails and IMAP. So either way, best thing to do, check with your internet service provider as to which one you can choose. That is the end of our show. We really appreciate it. If you've gotten through to this far, we're glad you enjoyed or got to the end of the show for a start. Uh, if you need to find out about anything we've spoken about, of course, you can find it at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, info at techguide.com.au. We'd love to hear from you. Or alternatively, you can click the Ask Stephen icon and that'll get an, get an email to my inbox as well. And I will do my very best to answer you as quickly as possible. We want to give a special thanks to our great sponsors. That's Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. And our other great sponsor is Norton, the security company that can keep you and your family safe online. Please do us a favor, support these great brands that have been supporting the Tech Guide podcast for many years. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. We'll